everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, we are delighted to have Kate Quinn joining us. She is the author of, well, some some of you know her book, The Alice Network. Yes. I, I just have had the pleasure, and Julia and I have just had the pleasure of reading your amazing book, The Huntress. We're so glad you wrote this book. Well, thank you so much. Delighted you enjoyed it, and thank you for having me today. You're so oh. welcome. We no, we didn't enjoy your book. We absolutely devoured, loved it, and and we're like so <laughs> sad to see I, it end. I have a hundred pages left, and I was going to try to cram them in before we talked today, but I'm like, nope, I'm loving it too much. It's, it's so, so good. good. Can you give everybody the setup for the book, The Huntress? Uh, the Huntress is a historical thriller that revolves around three very unlikely people. One, a budding teenaged photographer in Boston, and one, a battle-haunted British journalist post-World War II, and one, a Russian female pilot from the legendary Night Witch Regiment of the all-female regiment that flew against Hitler's Eastern Front. All these people coming together to hunt down a Nazi war criminal who has fled to America in 1950. It's so, Kate, okay, it's so deliciously yummy. And I I was a modern Europeanist. Everyone kind of loves history. And your, you know, your information and knowledge about um, World War II and post-World War II is just fascinating. How much research did you go through to even write this book, The Huntress? Uh, There was a lot of reading, there was a lot of frantic Googling, some of it at 2 a.m., and there was even quite a lot of hands-on stuff as well. I did actually, about almost exactly a year ago now, take a ride in a World War II-era biplane, very much like the kind of plane the Night Witch was Night witches would have flown really? because I wanted to get the feel of what open cockpit flying was like. And uh, believe me, that took quite a lot of courage because I am the kind of person who white knuckles when a seven forty seven bank. Right, <laughs> um, Kate. How? Which? What idea came to you first to do the book? Was it the idea of people who who were the people who you know went after Nazis after World War Two, or was there a story about you say that the you know Annalise Lorelei character is an amalgam? But what what came first for you? What part of the story? Well, it really came first with this fascinating squib that I read about a Nazi war criminal. In fact, the very first one who was extradited. Oh, oh, I'm going to finish right. Europe for war crimes. Okay. And she actually was a real person, and it fascinated me because. Not only was it this woman who was who had gone to the ground in America and was living as a housewife in Queens, whose American husband and neighbors were proper. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we're scared. She's going through bridges. A terrible oh. crime. Are you, are you driving through bridges and tunnels? <laughs> I am in a car, unfortunately. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, okay. That's all right. Because we're getting parts of it. Okay, so Um, you this was inspired on a woman who was living here in the United States who did horrible things in Nazi Germany and pretended to just be somebody else? Yes, and that really happened, and it immediately made me think, what would it be like if you had been living with a woman like that, with someone you thought you knew, who you loved, and then realized they had this past. And that was the original setup for this book that really made me think it should be written. Well, you have quite a wonderful imagination, because re- we really like where your story went. It, it, you know, and, and Kate, um, 
one of the things about the about this story, and I think the beauty about historical fiction is you have so much based on truth, but yet to make the story go and to keep the reader interested, there's, um, you know, you take some liberties, obviously, with romance and other things that are going on, and you just weave it. It's so fun listening to the story from these three different, you know, it's actually four different people's perspectives, I think. And it's just, it's so fascinating to know the history, but it's so fascinating, too, because we want to know the history of the new people together, <laughs> if that makes any sense to you. Well, I love telling multiple storylines, and I love weaving in a variety of perspectives so you can really get a full spectrum on the war and not just the war itself, but what happened afterward. And because aftermath really fascinates me, not just what the war is, it does to the people who have to pick up the pieces in its wake. Yeah, I really, um, I think my favorite character, well, I liked everybody, but I had a soft spot for Nina. Nina. I knew you would. I know, because I'm kind of a toughie like that, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I, the whole fascinating thing about that, the Russian women were really did fly these bombing raids, and the only women who did in World War II and were caught... How did you find out, how'd you, how'd that part of the story come together? Um, it was another of those, you know, 2 a.m. Google hunts okay. where I'm frantically looking up, you know, fascinating pieces of history and seeing, you know, what can I turn into a story? What can work for this book? And I found an article about the Night Witches, and the Night Witches were such a wonderful, wonderful piece of history. It's this all-female regiment of night bombers who flew together against Hitler's Eastern Front. It was an incredible sisterhood, and they earned the nickname the Night Witches from the Germans, who frankly were terrified. Because of they were flying in these open, these U-2, these open-air cockpits. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, it's just like, yeah, I, but I really... I really loved uh, Nina. I really thought that you got her whole, you know, the whole Russian way of thinking and the talking. And it was just really wonderful to get to know her. Uh-oh. I think we may think have lost her. We lost her. Oh, no. Yeah, I'll call her back. I know. I've got to tell you a couple things, though, because yeah. one of the things that we learned after the trials in Nuremberg where people were detained, journalists were over there talking to everybody from the camps, from everything after World War II. And, um, but after those trials, when people fled, a lot of SS commanders went to Argentina. And when they, came to, America. they came to America, that no one was extradited. And it took so much time and energy. Yeah. And then our next, you know, our next threat was the Cold War and it was Russia. Right, and right. So, Communism. And, and of course, you know, the famous, the guy, U.S. acts on the Polish extradition request for the 99-year-old from Minnesota that was just extradited last year for yeah. his crimes from World yeah. War II. Yeah. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you back, Kate? Yes, I am. So well, sorry about that. That's okay. Was there anything that you found out in your research? Because you've got uh, Tony and Ian who are post-World War II Nazi hunters. Yep. What did you find out about You know the people who were trying to track down people and bring them to justice? Well, it was something that was, you know, really very difficult to do in the immediate post-war years. And it's the kind of thing that, you know, nowadays we're very aware of. Because, you know, as you say, we had these stories just recently in the news about mm-hmm. very old Nazi hunters and very old uh, Nazi war criminals right. being extradited. But 
in the 50s, in the 40s, immediately, people weren't as interested in finding war criminals. And part of that was war exhaustion. You know, people just wanted to move on with their lives. And part of that was the fact that, you know, everyone's looking towards the Red Scare, towards, you know, the coming Cold War. The Russians are the ones to worry about. So people weren't interested so much in finding the Nazis who had escaped that net. And I thought that made a really fascinating basis to, you know, start the uh, the beginning of the hunt that really kicks off this book. Oh, I just think that's so true. You know, another, you had a line on page, uh, I don't even know what page it was, but the key to surviving most of the things in life throws, most of the things life throws at you is taking care of your feet. (laughs) And and as a woman of, you know, 55, I just, and I'm thinking about the people in the war with their cold boots and their cold feet, and that line just stood out at me like, I know that's so random. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, you know, we know, Kate, we had your friend um, Jennifer Robson on about a month ago for her wonderful book, The Gown. Oh, she's so wonderful. Yeah. She is, and I noticed that you thanked her in your uh, author acknowledgments. I, I really do think, I mean, what is the, have we already asked you the question that everybody asks you? Uh, which one is that? I don't I know. fairly regularly, one being about the research, okay. and I talked a bit about that already, and... Um, Another one being, I suppose, about, you know, is it really true that these women did these things? And, you know, I'm always delighted to say, yes, it is absolutely true that the night witches were real. Yeah, yeah, that that is really wonderful to know that. And are you working on another one? Yes, I am. I'm actually about, well, a good chunk into my next book, which is tentatively titled The Rose Code, and which is going to be about the female codebreakers of Bletchley Park during World War II. Oh, my gosh. All right. So I don't know if you're a Bletchley Circle fan, but it's a great show, and I am a fan, too, and it's a fabulous bit of history, so I can't wait to do my own take on uh, some of these ladies. Okay, our producer raised his hand. He is a fan. Yeah, on PBS, <laughs> fabulous show. Fabulous. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Kate, is the Alice Network or the Huntress, are they coming to the small or big screen? Well, I can tell you that the Alice Network has actually been optioned for a limited series by Sony TriStar. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, that's only the very first step in the right. process. You know, that just means that, you know, hopefully, uh, maybe, fingers crossed, it will get greenlit. But, mm-hmm. you know, crossing the fingers, hopefully we'll see it coming to a small screen at some point. Okay, and then your agents are talking to other people about the Huntress. <laughs> well, I hope so. Uh, so I would certainly good. love to see it on a screen, you know, um, People have asked, you know, it's like, um, amazing, there isn't a movie about the night, which is already, you know, something really blockbuster anyway. And I always maintain that that's because of the overalls they wear. And Hollywood probably didn't think they were sexy enough. Oh, well, you, <laughs> could, you could taper on. All these women in flight overalls. Still, I don't care about the overalls. You know, they did such wonderful things. They deserve to be seen, you know, flying on a screen. Yeah. I love that you bring attention to what the women were doing during the war. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they had all these, the Alice Network and what, you know, we see from these brilliant women here too, good and bad. Right. But it's just the awareness. Um, it just makes you feel really proud, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's just- it does. And that's something I feel really passionately about is trying to find the women's stories in history that are not widely known. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, these women are there, you can find them. It's just that you have to sort of dig around in the cracks and try to find where they were and what are the things they were doing that maybe we didn't learn about in school, because well, I, I certainly did not. I mean, but you'd like weave a story like nobody's business, Kate. 
<laughs> Thank you so much. You've got just congratulations, and we are so honored to have you on our show, and we can't wait to have you on again. The book is The Huntress. Katie, I call you Katie Quinn, but I know it's Kate Quinn. And she wrote The Alice Network, if you read that. this I loved even more. What's the last great book you read, Kate? Um. Oh, boy. I know you probably uh, well, read a lot. I absolutely, well, I absolutely fangirled over the latest space opera from S.J.A. Corey uh, from the Expanse series. It is one of the best series around. And if you want kick-ass women in space doing wonderful things, that's your series. All right. All right thank you. Thank you, Kate. Have a great day. Uh, when we come back, who knows? All right, bye. We got a couple copies to give away. Six five zero.